the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It is a good day, not just because it is beautiful outside, or was the last time I ducked inside. It's a beautiful day because, well, I got to see what courage looks like and hear what it sounds like. And I'll be sharing that with you today on a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. We will have not just one, but two in-studio guests today, and they are both well worth your time. Jane Timken running for Senate on the Republican side of the ticket has internal polling that shows her making a move on Mike Gibbons and Josh Mandel for the Republican nomination for the seat held by Rob Portman. And at noon today, Jane will be in at 11.30, we'll have Jason Beardsley, who is a veterans affairs advocate uh, with the, uh, I forget the exact verbiage, but it's with the, he's through the Navy, but it's for all, most all branches of service. Had the pleasure of speaking at a military breakfast today with uh, some extremely impressive individuals um, who have uh, bravely, gallantly, uh, selflessly served their country. And uh, I'm all about that here. I think we need to get back to an attitude of gratitude and service in our country, Uh, gratitude for the blessings that we are lavished with living in the United States of America, a free nation where our freedom has been purchased by the blood of others. And service because we're grateful for those blessings. Uh, We have to get away from where we are, which is a culture dominated by uh, comparison and envy. And we are seeing that play out in all facets of our culture, but particularly uh, with the LGBTQ movement. Uh, There are nefarious, evil, twisted agendas at work in our schools, and it's most clearly demonstrated by this insane effort to sexualize our kids and to uh, poison their minds with concepts they are not at all capable of understanding at the ages which leftists want to indoctrinate them in sexual identity and gender ideology. I did not just see and hear Courage on display today at the breakfast that I attended, with soldiers and service personnel. Uh, I saw it and I heard it yesterday. Heard it on a 30-minute phone call from a teacher in a suburban Columbus district. A longtime teacher who poured out her heart to me about what's going on in her district in terms of the indoctrination of kids and how it is sanctioned at the highest levels of her district and how much pain it causes her when she sees these kids who are looking for, at an awkward time in their life, affirmation 
love, acceptance, be groomed to think that that exists and is healthy for them uh, by changing their gender from male to female or from female to male. I also saw courage in a envelope, a fat envelope that someone uh, sent me who teaches in the Columbus City Schools containing information that's part of a teacher's union mailer to all teachers. It contains a long message from the president of the Ohio Education Association, Scott DeMauro. I've had Scott on the show. I'd love to have him on again. I was very accommodating of his viewpoints, which I made clear I do not agree with. The next time he will have to answer a much tougher set of questions about why teachers want to indoctrinate kids kindergarten, first, second, third grade in matters that they are completely incapable of processing and accepting. And this teacher who sent me this information poured out his heart to me in notes that he attached to this mailing. He says that um, he has taught in multiple big city school districts in the state of Ohio, that Columbus is by far the worst. He attributes that to Andrew Ginther and to um, others in administrative positions. And he says um, that it's worse than we can imagine. And I believe that it is worse than we can imagine. And it is encouraged to be worse than we can imagine by people who have large large and loud voices but speak from a position of ignorance and unfairness. Today I'm speaking about specifically Theodore Decker of the Columbus Dispatch. Now, I never met Theodore Decker. I know a lot of people who work at the Dispatch. Theodore Decker is an opinion columnist. And I would say, generally, he is uh, one of the least woke columnists at the dispatch, but that does not mean he is not woke, and it is appearing uh, very obvious to me that his full investment is in the LGBTQ agenda, because it is an agenda. It's not an ideology, it is an agenda. It is driven with a focused goal of sexualizing kids, diminishing parental influence, and taking those kids away from parents. And Theodore Decker writes a column about House Bill 616, which is Ohio's response to the Florida Parents' Rights in Education Bill. I wish we had a General Assembly with foresight to be motivated to address these issues first. Instead, we have um, mediocre leadership in the General Assembly from Matt Huffman and Bob Cup. And good bills like the Protect Women's Sports Act sit and wait for Cup and Huffman to tweak them with their magic legislative wand and make them a priority. But once Ron DeSantis in Florida set the tone and everyone saw in the General Assembly, oh, we can score political points by actually giving parents what they want to protect their kids. Okay, somebody quick. Write up a bill, and we'll hopefully be able to get it passed. Over and above, I should say, our uh, governor's veto, because I have no doubt Mike DeWine will veto the attempt to keep 
first, second, third graders, and kindergartners from being schooled in gender identity and sexual orientation. Mike DeWine, Mr. What? 25 times a grandfather, the guy who likes to pose with his wife and her apple pie and all their grandkids and their Cedarville enclave. Apparently, Mike thinks, you know, while they gather around the fireplace in Cedarville, they ought to have, like, deep discussions about gender ideology and sexual identity. Because, I mean, if it's good enough for little kids in the inner cities and good enough for little kids in the rural areas, I mean, it's good enough for Mike and Fran's grandkids and great-grandkids, isn't it? Sure. Why not? He'll veto it. Hopefully the General Assembly embarrasses him like they did on COVID. But Theodore Decker, I mean, in the first sentence, you know that this is going to be an unfair screed and a misrepresentation of what House Bill 616 attempts to do. He says it is a homophobic, bigoted piece of proposed legislation being fixed to push, being being pushed to fix a quote unquote problem. So he's demeaning that it's a problem, a problem that doesn't exist. Really, Theodore Decker, I would suggest you get out of your bubble and you go out to pick one. New Albany, Dublin, Hilliard, Olentangy. I doubt the teachers could trust you to hold a confidential meeting where they could tell you exactly how bad it is with pictures of the gender unicorn on the wall of elementary schools, I doubt they could trust you to keep the confidence that they would have to have in you before they would tell you what woke superintendents like Paul Imhoff and John Marshhausen are cramming down their throat, what they're doing in Hilliard with mandatory seminars where Kaleidoscope Youth Center comes in and says, you know, you teachers, you can't grasp the concept of gender transitioning, but trust us, 12-year-olds have it all figured out. 12-year-olds who are 13 years away from their brains being fully developed, the cognitive reasoning part of their brain, is 13 years away from being fully cognitively developed. That's science. Party of science. Gotta love science, except when it's inconvenient for you, like it is on COVID and abortion and on kids changing their gender with horrific mutilating surgeries, seeking affirmation because guess which part of their brain is developing really fast and develops first? Oh, the part that requires thirst, needs, affirmation, and excitement. And that is why we see an explosion primarily of young girls Awkward, bodies changing, hormones changing. All of a sudden being able to find that affirmation, that confirmation from, oh, look, lots of young teachers right out of college going to show how progressive we are, going to show how enlightened we are. We're going to tell them if they're having a bad day, don't worry, go home, you'll be fine. Stay off your phone. Don't get bullied on by, by these kids in school on your phone. Girls can be mean. Upper class boys can be mean. They're trying to take advantage of you. You're fine. We love you. I'm all, my door is always open for you to come and talk to me. No, no, that's not how you're supposed to address them now. Now you're supposed to tell them, you know, there's a really good chance you just might be a boy. That's why the gender transition numbers are exploding, and then the teachers want to have a system where parents? Why would we think we would need to tell parents about that? Why would we think we would need to tell parents that the 
child wants to change its pronouns or dress differently at school or anything like that. Parents, after all, teachers will tell you they are our kids, our kids, right? So that is where we are. I'll give you more of the uh, complete nonsense and lunacy of the Theodore Decker column. And you'll hear a very smart person who's in Columbus today. He's a national figure, but he's in Columbus today talking about this issue in our schools and asking a very important question. That's next on The Bruce Hooley Show. So Jane Timken, U.S. Senate candidate in studio at 11.33 today. And then at noon today, we will have uh, Jason Beardsley. And Jason is the National Director of the Association for the U.S. Navy and Naval Services. That includes the Marines, Coast Guard, and Merchant Marine. Jason is a uh, a two-time Bronze Star recipient. So I will treat him with the ultimate respect, as I should someone who could probably kill me with their bare hands. Although Jason is a good guy. And uh, he, like me, has a wife and three daughters at home. So uh, we'll have something in common there. But looking forward to have Jason in here to talk about veterans' issues. And I want to ask him... Uh, Veterans better off under Trump, better off under Biden. Jason's not a partisan, but I know he'll give us the straight scoop on all that. I am getting a, well, I'll admit, perverse enjoyment out of the New York Post being the newspaper that is out front on the Joe Biden-Hunter Biden scandal. Because the New York Post, if you don't know, and you probably don't because you're not a newspaper geek like I am, uh, the New York Post is phenomenal at headlines. Uh, The New York Post's most famous headline is uh, Headless Body in Topless Bar. Uh, But today's is not bad. It's a picture of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden cracked up, coked out Hunter Biden. And it says, the headline is, Father Knows Worst. (laughs) Joe Biden claims he knew nothing about Hunter Biden's business. Here's 12 times he did. Ouch. We'll get into that today after our guests are in studio. But I was talking about the courageous letter I received from a Columbus City Schools teacher and the really heartbreaking phone call I received last night from a suburban school teacher, both talking about how kids are being programmed toward transgenderism, and they're not ready for it. Their bodies are not fully developed. They want to uh, give them hormone blockers. The left does, and they want them to undergo gender reassignment surgery. Uh, Boris Johnson, the British prime minister, spoke about this the other day. And you never know when you're talking about Britain if it's going to be uh, sound information or uh, illogical information. Boris Johnson said, look, it's just self-evident. Boys shouldn't be competing with girls, and women and girls should have their own private spaces. We need to react with sensitivity. And this is the thing. Theodore Decker, Columbus Dispatch today, writing... Uh, really just a disdainful, mean-spirited, completely unfair column. He doesn't like House Bill 616. Okay, that's his prerogative. That's fine. Be fair. Be an honest broker, Theodore Decker. I invite you to come in, sit across from me. We'll discuss the issue. But he says House Bill 616, which is like Ohio's copy of the Florida Parents' Rights and Education Bill. Oh, by the way, by the way, we have a win on this. We have a win on this. Remember yesterday how I told you that the dispatch had three times on its homepage referred to the House Bill 616 as the Ohio's version of the Don't Say Gay Bill. And I pointed out yesterday the, um, the well, it's absurd, but it's also uh, partisan hackery for a newspaper which prizes accuracy. <laughs> okay, supposed to prize accuracy. To print willfully a mistake 
three times. Because it is not the don't say gay bill. It is a law now, so you can refer to it as the Parents' Rights and Education Bill. So I noticed today on the dispatch headline, all three of them have changed. None of them say don't say gay. So thank you to you who pushed back against it and forced the dispatch against its will, no doubt, to come closer to telling the truth, at least not to blatantly lie. But Theodore Decker today says, uh, House Bill 616 rips off an equally mean-spirited Florida law. Well, that law is supported by the constituency, Theodore. It would ban all discussion on sexual orientation and gender identity. Given legislation of this type is typically birthed by adults who can't say gay or transgender out loud without reaching for mouthwash. Wow, that's not incendiary and unfair at all, is it? You know, Theodore, you ought to listen to the teacher I talked to last night from a suburban district crying, crying to me on the phone about how much she loves her students and wants to be there for her students and hates to see what the leftist agenda grooming them, encouraging them, luring them into gender transition and gender dysphoria is doing to these kids. You know, the left never addresses, never addresses the why of the astronomically high suicide rate among kids who are pushed into transgenderism or encouraged into it or who enter into it voluntarily. They never address the why of the astronomical suicide rate. They always say, see, see, the suicide rate's really, really high, so you can't be mean to them. No, you can't be mean to them. You shouldn't be mean to them. You should never be mean to them. But you also do not have to abide their mental illness and allow them to plunge deeper into despair. And that is the explanation for why the suicide rate is astronomical among transgender teenagers. That is why. Because when you think you've either drawn the short straw or been created by a God everybody tells you is a loving, infallible, all-knowing, all-powerful God, but sorry, he screwed up your sex. Well, both those things don't provide you a lick of peace of mind. Not a lick of peace of mind. Now, I said I would play for you a smart guy who's in town today. I did not get to it. Vivek Ramaswani is the guy who is in town today. Love, love Vivek Ramaswani. He is the author of of several books. Uh, The latest is Nation of Victims. And I'm endeavoring to get uh, Vivek on the show. But I will have his comments for you in the 1230 segment today. Next, it's Jane Timken, candidate for the Ohio nomination for the Republican Senate spot on the ballot in the May primary. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.